Green Visions is a production of the North 1033 to encourage green thinking and green actions. Green Visions is made possible by the Minnesota Power Energy Conservation Program, making progress toward a lower carbon energy future. And our guest today is April Hippikoski. April runs the Zero Waste Duluth Facebook page and I believe has a thing or two to say about zero waste living. April, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks so much for being here. I guess I want to start at the beginning. When did this begin for you personally? And it might be kind of a silly question to tack on, but why did it begin? I think it's a great question because it actually lays the foundation for all the rest of my work. Um, In 2014 is when I really started to learn more about zero waste, and that was inspired by being diagnosed with endometriosis and SIBO, which were both very debilitating conditions. The treatments that I was offered, either I wasn't able to do them for various reasons or I didn't want to. And so I asked about if there were more natural treatments to these conditions, and I was told no. And that answer was the catalyst to my entire lifestyle change. I didn't believe that there were no natural solutions, so I went off on my own and started researching how to um, help my body with these um, very unbearable conditions. And what I found was that through my research, was that um, there are these different chemicals that can play a part in uh, contributing to the symptoms that I was having and just the conditions overall. One of those was plastic exposure. If you are uh, drinking a lot of water out of plastic, some of those plastics can have chemicals that can disrupt your um, endocrine uh, system and can mimic the hormone estrogen in the body. And so I started looking into how do you buy things without plastic um, and reduce your exposure to these different chemicals, just trying to reduce uh, the amount of plastic that you use in your life, which is um, a big contaminant in our environment. Uh, We often see, you know, plastic bags and trees and plastic trash on the beach and the plastic is everywhere now and the earth has um, a very hard time using that because it doesn't break down properly um, within nature cycles Um, so it takes a very long time for it to decompose so um, that's where actually I came into living zero waste was just trying to live a more natural lifestyle and trying to find things without the packaging (laughs) not create the trash What are some hurdles that you have experienced yourself to getting this started? Or what are some hurdles that you have noticed others experiencing when they have uh, kind of gone down the path of saying, yes, I want to head towards zero waste? What are some of the kind of hitches along the way? Well, yeah, it it can be tricky in the beginning because it can be very overwhelming. Because as soon as you start to see all the amount of plastic that we use and chemicals we use, you feel bombarded all of a sudden with this information and um, it can kind of send you in an overwhelm. And so that was part of what I had to work through in the beginning was just being okay with um, doing one step at a time and not making all of the changes I wanted to do at once because that wasn't a sustainable thing for myself. I wouldn't be able to keep up with those habits if I tried to incorporate everything I wanted to do at once. I really had to focus on one item at a time, finding an alternative solution for it, and then practicing that over and over and over again until it was a habit. So that was probably the biggest hurdle was just 
you know, getting away from that overwhelm. Um, and also it's just tricky because it's very countercultural um, right now, at least in America. We live a highly consumer-driven way. Uh, we always want more and more and more, and zero waste often is about reducing um, down to what you actually use and what you love and refusing things that we don't need, like the plastic packaging. What What's a way that you can buy it without getting the plastic packaging, creating that trash. And so you have to kind of tap into that um, creativity a lot um, to do that. And um, sometimes that can be a really big switch for people because we're often with our busy lifestyles going on the automatic mode, just go, go, go. Let's not really think very intentionally about what we're doing. And then all of a sudden you are switching into this more intense mindset and that can be tricky too. So I'd say those are probably the biggest hurdles that people come across. And I've found that with myself as well. Excellent. And when I was growing up, and I'm sure that many of our listeners, when they were growing up, they remember the three R's, reduce, reuse, and recycle. Now, you are a proponent of the five R's. I wonder if you would be able to walk us through maybe the two that people don't know about, refuse and rot. Yes. So there are many other R's that you could look into, even off of those even. But refuse and rot are other ones as well. Um, refuse, refuse things that you don't need, like the plastic straw at the restaurant. Usually when I go to a restaurant, I'm looking around and seeing, do they put a plastic straw in everybody's cup automatically? Okay, I need to refuse that. So when the waitress comes, I'll take a water and no straw, please. Just simple ways of doing that right away is going to eliminate of stuff coming into your life that you would then have to throw away possibly or try to reuse or repurpose. So that's a few. There's a lot of different examples, but I'll just keep it at that one, uh, simple. Um, and then rot is another one where it's just composting things. So we send a lot of organic materials to the landfill, which um, the landfill is not an environment where it can break down properly, but our earth is an environment for that. And so if we just set up compost piles in our yards or maybe if you don't have a space at home where you can do that um, there are commercial composting facilities that you can drop it off at so then you're still contributing um, to creating a a better biodiversity um, within our soil by using your food scraps and you know maybe brown paper uh, different things that you can compost, which there's a big list of things you can compost, but basically natural materials, organic materials, and you can give it back to the earth to enrich it instead of sending it to a landfill where it creates that gas and things. Other R's that uh, weren't mentioned are repairing. Um, That's another one. I'm actually working on this idea of closed-loop zero waste, which adds in repair and repurpose as well. If we can repair things that are broken rather than sending them to the landfill or even to the recycling facility, we're going to be getting more use out of them and repurposing materials as well. We don't have to send things to the landfill all the time. Yeah, those are a couple bonus R's as well. (laughs) Excellent. Uh, Just a couple more questions for you. And we are speaking with April Hepikoski. If you're just joining us, uh, we're speaking about zero waste living. April is um, the manager of the Zero Waste Duluth Facebook page. And I want to talk about 
reusable food storage containers, particularly in the sense of using them at grocery stores. Over the last couple of years, as I've sort of been exploring using reusable storage containers, it seems that maybe some grocery stores are a little bit more keen to be able to use them. Are you noticing that more grocery stores are becoming open to you walking up to the deli counter with your own, say, Tupperware? Yeah, absolutely. So the places that I use right now, yep. I like to go to Super One. I often go to the one in West Duluth. So if, yeah, if you're at a Super One, just um, go up to the counter and and tell them, hey, I'm trying to reduce the amount of plastic trash that I create. I brought this reusable container. Could you please put my food into this? And then they'll weigh it, um, get that tear weight um, so that you're not paying for the weight of your container and use it that way. Instead of them having to put, say, your fish that you buy into a plastic bag then you bring home. Instead, you put it into this glass reusable container. Of course, bring a sealable lid with you. Um, and then they just give you the little sticker with the barcode. And it's a lot less trash created that way. Also, Whole Foods Co-op is great. There's the East Side and Denfell locations. You can shop their bulk section with, you know, if you picture all those bulk bins on the wall, uh, you got your flowers and your noodles and dried goods, uh, basically. I often just bring either a glass jar with to put it in or a cloth bag, and they're very welcoming to people bringing in their own containers to buy so that you can have um, a less of an environmental footprint. Um, So you're not creating that trash and you're also not using the resources used to create the bags that they offer, um, which are usually a plastic or a paper bag. Instead, you're bringing your own reusable bag. So you're not taking those new resources and you're not also having to find a way to dispose of it, whether that's recycling it or sending it to a landfill or reusing it or repurposing it somehow. Yeah, and then Cloaky Natural Foods is another one I found if you're in that area. They're welcoming to that as well, bringing in your own reusable container to buy from the bulk bins. And April, one last question for you. If people are interested Mm -hmm. in learning more about this, uh, where can they go? What specific ways are you trying to communicate uh, this to the community? Where can people go for this? Yeah, so you can follow me on Facebook, uh, Zero Waste Duluth, or on Instagram. You can also go to my blog, Zero Waste Nature School. That's a place where I like to talk about the things that I'm doing within my preschool, which is a nature-based preschool. It's called the Little Barnier Preschool. You can also go to the Little Barnier Preschool Facebook or my website, uh, thelittlebarnierpreschool.com. Sustainability and things on there as well. Also, you can look into the book that I helped put out uh, last year, well, earlier this year, um, with my friend um, and fellow sustainability uh, activist, uh, Rob Greenfield. He um, and I and a couple other contributors put this book together. Copies here if anyone wants to buy one locally. Otherwise, um, I know local bookstores have them as well, but you can also order it online. And that's a great resource. Even though it's zero waste kids, it's actually a great resource for uh, adults as well who are starting this journey into living more of a sustainable life. April Hepikoski, thank you so much for joining us on Green Visions today. Really appreciate the information. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, have a wonderful day. Thank you so much. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. That was April Hepikoski. 
April manages the Zero Waste Duluth Facebook page. And this has been Green Visions. Green Visions is a production of the North 1033 to encourage green thinking and green actions. Green Visions is made possible by the Minnesota Power Energy Conservation Program, making progress toward a lower carbon energy future.